Boomer Esiason brought to you by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody by Shaw's Perfecting the Art of Fresh by Zudi. Build any app your company needs in one week. Visit Zudi.com for details. Boomer also brought to you by McFarlane Energy. Check out their home heating oil incentives at McFarlaneEnergy.com and by Northeast Electrical, where pros need pros. And Boomer joins us on the Harbor One hotline this morning. Hi, Boomer. Hey, good morning, Greg. Look, look what happened. We wake up this morning and look who's in first place. Well, I was going to ask, after that Bills loss yesterday, is a certain local football team the favorite to win the AFC East? Yeah, I don't see why not. Their defense has been playing great. Mac Jones uh, played uh, just an incredible game down in Atlanta last week, except for one interception, but that's okay. But I, I think uh, the way that their defense is playing, it may be one of the best defenses Bill Belichick has ever had. The depth, the the playmaking, the pass rush. Uh, the addition of certain free agents. Um, it's hard to say right now, after 11 games, that they haven't found their stride. Now, the important thing is we have six more games to go, and they have Buffalo twice on their schedule. So it's not an easy finishing uh, you know, stretch for the New England Patriots, but certainly with this defense, they can beat anybody. Did you mention Mac Jones? Uh, a few times, Wiggy. Do you want to? You want to go ahead? You want me to ask it? You want? I, do you want? Do you want? Do you want to say it? Well, I mean, I, you know, I know you think Boomer's my guy. Yeah, I listen to everything Boomer says. Boomer is I, your. You're like your. He's my guru. He is your guru. He is your Clefro dollar, and you are in his <laughs> congregation. Okay. Now, Boomer, let me ask this question because we kind of talked about this, you know, at nauseum for it seems like forever. When you look at this football team, I've said that this team is built on their defense, their running game, and then Mac Jones and that passing game a third when it comes to trying to win football games. Wiggy, Would you you're being fraudulent. No, I'm not. Use I said the it. word. I said Use gonna, the word. All right. I said Mac Jones was a passenger and at times a he drives. Pass- <laughs> yes. Excuse me. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, wait. I, I mean, I I woke I thought you were going to be in a much better mood no, this I'm morning. I'm in a great move. He's a passenger. Boomer, Boomer. I'm in a, in a I'm in a great move and when I when I say passenger, people get real sensitive in hey, Boston. He's like a Boomer. Come Thursday if you're driving your grandmother to Thanksgiving, that's yes. Mac Jones. Yeah. Well, it also could be. <laughs> it also could be Jermaine Wiggins on the Greg Hill show. <laughs> yes, I don't mind yes, being a passenger. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know what? Come on, guys. I mean, this is like unbelievable. I, I I told you early on in the season that I thought that they were a playoff team. I didn't think they were going to be able to win the uh, AFC East, and maybe they won't. I'm not sure yet, but I definitely felt like they were a playoff team just simply because of the amount of money they spent in free agency and the amount of guys that were coming back off their COVID list that didn't play last year. So he had like a total infusion of energy and better players. I never expected Mac Jones to be this good. I thought he would be good, and I thought he would probably have the best of all the rookie quarterback seasons just simply because of the players around him, the coaching staff around him. And I can't say enough with, number one, of how good Josh McDaniels has done here. But then you got to give credit back to the player because the player ultimately has to pull the trigger on the field. And Mac Jones has, has done that. And, and I mean – He's now a reason why they're winning. I mean, and winning convincingly. Yeah, their defense is great, and they maybe have one of the better defenses in football. As I watched Kansas City yesterday, their defense all of a sudden the last three weeks has become something special. So there's something about rounding into shape, and this team has got it going on. It's got it going on in all three phases. And if you want to you want to call Mac Jones a passenger, I would say he's riding shotgun with uh, with uh, you know Josh McDaniels, and he's doing a hell of a job. Boomer, you look at Ryan Tannehill coming off four interception game. Uh, is this a perfect matchup for the Patriots' defense since they are kind of hitting their stride right now? 
Yeah, 100%. I, I think, uh, you know, when you look at teams and you look at schedules, you could have said like three weeks ago, oh, wow, the Patriots are going to finish against some really tough teams, Buffalo and uh, and Tennessee are going to be on that list. And and quite frankly, it's, it only, only matters what the team is like when you get there. And certainly without Derrick Henry, they are a completely different team. You know, Ryan Tannehill really had a bad day yesterday. It was in a slop. It was in the rain. And it looked like he didn't handle it very well. Um, but, you know, what we found out this or what we are finding out during this NFL season is, man, from one week to the next, really none, none of this seems to be really matter except for the teams that are starting to surge right now in the middle of the season. And it's good that the Patriots just happen to be one of them. So I'm sure Tennessee is going to be up for it. There's no question about it. There's nothing worse than, you know, playing a team that's coming off of a really bad loss at home. Embarrassing. They're going to have a long week, I'm sure. And uh, the Patriots will, you know, they're, they're going to find their hands full. There's no question about that. You think the Bills recover? I mean, they've had a couple bad losses oh. this season. Yeah, it's shocking how bad they've played. And really what's shocking is just how bad Josh Allen has played three out of the last four weeks. You know, he had a great game against the Jets, and that was expected. But yesterday, man, I'll tell you, Indianapolis took it to him. Indianapolis is another one of these teams uh, that is coming on. They've run, uh, they've run the ball you know, right into playoff contention, and they've won their last three in a row. And, you know, Carson Wentz is not making those killer mistakes. You know, he only attempted 20 passes yesterday, no turnovers, and it's one of the reasons why they were able to beat the Bills. The Bills can't stop the run, which is good news for the New England Patriots because that's what the New England Patriots do. They run and they play action. And if you can't stop the run in the Northeast come November, December, and January, you're not going to be standing around very long. Boomer, another team that the Patriots will see here in the next four games, the Colts. If Bill Belichick is able to win the AFC East and, you know, finish the season where we look at and go, okay, this is, you know, whether they're the first, second, third seed, but they were able to win the AFC East and he's able to do continue to do what he's doing with this football team. Is he coach of the year? Yeah, Coach Cowher said that yesterday. We had our little discussion as to who would be coach of the year prior to yesterday's games. And, you know, I was thinking Tennessee's uh, Mike Vrabel would be right up there given all the things that they've had to deal with and how many injuries that they had. And they were going into yesterday's game against the Houston Texans at 8-2. and two. So they were the number one seed. Now all of a sudden, you know, things look a little bit differently this morning. If they go on and win it like you're asking me, Jermaine, I would tell you yes. I mean, uh, this has been an unbelievable coaching job. The other thing I would tell you is just how good their coaching job was last year without all these free agents, without uh, you know all the guys that uh, decided to opt out for COVID, and the fact that they won seven games with Cam Newton at quarterback. So uh, to me, you know, they're already – where they were last year in terms of wins, and they're only getting better. They're surging. Their their team is is dominant on defense. They run the ball effectively, and as long as their quarterback doesn't make the rookie mistakes and turn the ball over, they're going to be in every single one of these games. And I wouldn't be surprised if they now win the AFC East, which I didn't think they would do, and uh, and he'd be named Coach of the Year. Boomer, you agree with Joe Judge when he said that any top fifteen quarterback could have the career that Brady had with the Patriots? Uh no, I don't I, I I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't know how he was saying it. I don't know in what in, in relation to what he was saying. I guess he was saying that it was all about the coaching and the players, which I do believe that's a big part of Brady's success in New England. There's no question about it. But I also know that, you know, Tom Brady went down and left and won a Super Bowl and won a Super Bowl MVP with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and that stands alone all by itself. And he did it at the age of what, forty three years old. So I, I think his incredible uh, I guess, attention to detail and preparation, which, by the way, Joe Judge has come on with us here at WFN 
and has said nothing but nice things about Tom Brady, his preparation, the way he sets the tone, the way that he runs practice, the impact that he has on everybody in the organization. So maybe he might have said something along those lines that could have been construed as negative towards Tom Brady, but he's never done that here in New York. When you look at bye weeks, since the Pats haven't had one yet, still have two weeks until they do, do players hate having a late bye week, or is this a perfect timing given how difficult the Pats end the season with? You know, I, I think two things, Courtney. They have uh, they had a 10-day period now where they played last Thursday and they just absolutely killed the Falcons, so that's almost like a mini bye week. Mm-hmm. And then they get their bye week coming up. So I, the only thing I don't like about a bye week is if a team is surging and playing really well, I just always wonder about whether or not that's going to knock them off just a little bit. But in this case, I would I, I would imagine that every coach would tell you the later the bye week, the better, especially if you got some guys dinged up. And this is usually the time of the year where there are a lot of those types of guys but, man, I, I, I can't say enough about the way that the Patriots have played. I mean, they are tied together from safety to punt returner and everybody in between. I mean, this is the way you're supposed to play complementary football. This is the way a team should look if they are a championship caliber, caliber team. The big question will be for them over the next uh, six games is whether or not they are able to stay as healthy as they've been this year. Boomer, you, you had said last year they had did a great job coaching this year, uh, last year and this year. As a guy who's played the position and played for a couple different organizations, how important is good coaching and a good organization around you to be successful at the quarterback position? Wiggy, you're asking the right question to the right guy. You know, I played in the Bermuda Triangle of the NFL. That was the Jets, Cardinals, and Bengals back in my day. And, uh, you know, I think I had eight coaches in a 14-year career. And there's nothing worse than instability in the NFL. And every team is striving for it. Every team is striving for that that key quarterback that can be your quarterback for 10 to 15 years and build around him. And, you know, he can be the next Patrick Mahomes uh, for whoever uh, is lucky enough to draft a guy like that. Um, but, man, and you have the stability that New England has. And, you know, they had a blip on their their radar last year, went 7-9. and nine, And we could talk about all the reasons, but I still think that was an incredible coaching job. So the stability, you know, the other thing, too, and people don't realize this, I don't know how much of an impact Matt Patricia is having on this coaching staff, but he's back behind the scenes. You know, and this defense has grown under Gerard Mayo, under Steve Belichick, and, and of course, Bill Belichick, and all the people that they added here in the offseason. Uh, I, I would just say that, you know, they are holding in coaching staff-wise, and it's certainly reflecting on the field. Speaking of your career, you and Joe Flacco are not that far apart in age. Any chance you get the nod for the Jets on Sunday? <laughs> you know, I will say that Joe Flacco and I have somewhat of a similar type career coming back and playing, you know, and starting in your 14th year for a team that was not very good. But I, I thought he played well yesterday. I thought he gave the Jets exactly what they needed. And that was somebody to settle things down and not throw interceptions and turn the ball over. And he had one fumble, of course, but uh, they're just not a good team. They're just a really young team. There isn't a team in the league that has as many rookies playing for it as the Jets do. And it really does. You can see it each and every week. Every now and again, you see a wild player from one of these young kids, but then there are all the breakdowns that happen around them. And I think Robert Sala said, you know, let's just put the veteran quarterback in there and just see if we could settle something down and get the game to the fourth quarter where maybe we have a chance to win. And unfortunately, they didn't win yesterday, but I thought it was the right move to play the older quarterback. But with Miami getting that win third straight, do you think that uh, Tua's actually good? I think he's okay. I think he's more than serviceable. Um, You know, when you look at the amount of starting quarterbacks in this weekend, and I want to say there was like 16 or 17 
that were either backups before the season started or uh, you know, maybe a starter that got benched and came back into start for his team. I mean, it's a mess all across the league. And staying healthy is one of the most important things that a quarterback can do for their team. You know, Eli Manning had 116 and 116 record. It's not all that impressive. But the fact of the matter is he made all of those 232 games. And, you know, that's thing. That's the thing that you want. Same thing with Tom Brady. You know, you lost that one year after that first hit in that game against Kansas City many years ago. But, man, he's never missed a game since then uh, because of injury. Uh, that's really what you want. And he's been suspended, of course. But you want guys that are going to show up each and every week and be healthy. And that's always the big question mark for all these kids. Boomer, we'll talk to you next week. And maybe, just maybe, the Patriots will not only be uh, the first place in the AFC East, but maybe leading the AFC. So we'll. Uh, well yeah, uh, the amazing thing is, is that the, the team with the best record right now has three losses, and that's Tennessee. And New England's right on their heels, and who knows? We we could have a number one. We could have a number one seat on our hands. Wouldn't that be something, Jermaine? That would be perfect. <laughs> and I, not even I, you could bitch about that. I, I, listen, I'm not bitching. I'm smiling. Well, my team's in uh, first place in the AFC. So, right. oh man, you're such a front runner. It's unbelievable. <laughs> okay, I've been riding with this team when you were playing with the Bengals. All right, I hear you. And happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy thank Thanksgiving, you guys. Happy Boomer. Thanksgiving, man. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. All right, later.